Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to all pilgrims and visitors to Martyr's Shrine. May your day be one filled with peace and blessings. Today is the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The celebrant at this Mass is Father Michael Knox, con-celebrant Father Chris Lemieux. This Mass is being offered for the Al Ross family. Please stand and join in our opening hymn number 584 in the Blue Gather hymnal, Come to the Water, number 584. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Sisters and brothers, we give thanks for your presence here today. For you have chosen to step out of your daily lives to come to this sacred place to be with Christ Jesus, to walk with the holy martyrs, St. Jean de Brebeuf and his companions, so that you might grow all the more in love with the Christ who loves and embraces you. We give thanks also today for the presence of Father Chris Lemieux, who is the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Toronto. So if there are any parents in here who would like to speak with him after Mass, he will be available. That was a joke. Any candidates? Anyone thinking of priestly life? Father Chris Lemieux. You can see him after Mass. As we gather together in this sacred place to enter more deeply into the life of Christ, we are mindful that every day is one of pilgrimage. And we know that in that time, there are moments where we embrace Jesus on the journey, but also times where we stumble. 
and where we need God's love and mercy. And so we turn to him now, counting on that mercy and healing. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and listen to the living word of God. 
A reading from the book of Sirach. My child, perform your tasks with humility. Then you will be loved by those whom God accepts. The greater you are, the more you must humble yourself, so you will find favor in the sight of the Lord. Many are lofty and renowned, but to the humble the Lord reveals his secrets. For great is the might of the Lord, and by the humble he is glorified. When calamity befalls someone proud, there is no healing, for an evil plant has taken root in them. The mind of the intelligent appreciates proverbs, and an attentive ear is the desire of the wise. The word of the Lord. Your response is, In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. Let the righteous be joyful. Let them exalt before God. Let them be jubilant with joy. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. His name is the Lord. Be exultant before him. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. Father of orphans and protector of widows, is God in his holy habitation. God gives the desolate a home to live in, and he leads out the prisoners to prosperity. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. Reign in abundance, O God, you showered abroad. You restored your heritage when it languished. Your flock found a dwelling in it. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers, brothers and sisters, you have not come to something that can be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, the lawyers and Pharisees were watching him closely. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host, and the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place, and then in disgrace, you would start to take the lower place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you would be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus said also to the Pharisee who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or sisters or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return, and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. We often hear today the idea that each of us have rights. We have a right to live freely in this country. We have rights that allow us to practice our faith in public ways without discrimination. We have rights that give us protections under the laws that govern our country. And whether we are born here or whether we've traveled here and we've become Canadian or in the process of doing so, we know that there are rights in place for us that are meant to protect us and help us to live good lives and to flourish. But there is also in our society a feeling of having rights. A feeling perhaps of being owed. Sometimes when we wait in line at the bank and there are 15 people in front of us and we only have a 20-minute lunch, And we just sit there and we say to ourselves, we're standing and waiting and saying, gosh, I should get in front of this line. I've got things to do. I have places to go. I have an important job that I'm going to. Sometimes when we're going to the airport, and I'm sure we've all had the experience of waiting in the long line through customs, and we get frustrated. We say, well, surely they should have more people here for us. 
We also sometimes get caught up into a kind of feeling of righteousness where we can sometimes feel we are owed things. This can also lead as many mystics and indeed people in the church today to reflect upon a kind of selfishness that is part of our fallen state as human persons. Of course, it's good to want what's right and true. Of course, it's good that we have rights. But as the Holy Father <clears throat> has reminded us quite often recently, we also have responsibilities. It is true that there are certain things that people can do for us that might be our right because we've paid taxes or because we're Canadians or because of our position in society. But more importantly, with that comes a large level of responsibility. And more profoundly than that, a sense of giving rather than taking, of offering rather than receiving, of sharing rather than keeping. In the Gospel today, Jesus makes this point very clear. There could be many reasons why we would feel that there is a seat for us of honor in life. But there are also many reasons shown to us by Christ why we should always be available to offer what's good and what's best for someone else. Here at Martyr Shrine, we honor the lives of eight men who each in their own way did just that. This morning in my prayer with the gospel, I was reminded of the life of Father Charles Garnier, one of three in whom we carry their relics here at Martyr Shrine. Father Garnier was known as a great pastor. And when you read the biography that was written of him after his martyrdom, we find that he was known for putting the needs of the indigenous people that he had come to serve, of the Wendat people in his village, before his own. It also states in the relations that he would never say an ill word against someone else and was very known among all of the Jesuits for practicing an old Jesuit custom of practicing the charitable interpretation when hearing news about a brother, or perhaps when someone has done something wrong, always looking for the reason or the good in that person. But most importantly, in the life of Father Garnier, there was a moment of choice where he had to decide whether he had the right to live or not. Whilst he was saying Mass in his village chapel, 
the Wendat community was attacked. The Iroquois forced their way through the palisades of the village. The warriors of the village attempted to fight them off with no success, as they were outnumbered, apparently, five to one. As Garnier was in the church, saying Mass, he could hear what was going on around him. And the Wendat asked him to stop and to flee because he was a priest and he should live and he was needed and he was too important to be lost. One can only imagine what was going through the mind of Father Garnier but in those split seconds, he decided that the Mass should end, and he told all of the people in the church to go through the sacristy and to run. He then, with his vestments on like this, and a cross in his hand, kind of like that one, stormed through the main doors of the church and walked right into the path of the warriors that were coming in to capture the people inside. They were taken aback, seeing this priest coming before them with his hands out like this, holding the cross in his hand in the face of arrows and guns and tomahawks. And they froze. And then after a moment, as the women and children in the church had had the chance to escape, they shot him several times. And he fell to the ground. And they moved on. But he hadn't died. And in that moment, one would think that the concern was for his wounds. His concern was for the last moments of prayer on earth that he might have with God. And yet, as he lay there, he could hear the moaning of others around him who had been hurt, mortally wounded. And he crawled over to them, and he got up, and he fell, and he got up again, and he fell to his knees. And the third time, he rose and made his way to a group of bodies and offered last rites. He was shot again, and then he died. The next day, his body was found and his cassock had been torn away and parts of his body sadly mutilated. It's not the gore of what happened, but it's the choice that he made. He offered the best seat to the people he was serving. And Jesus promises in the gospel today that if we do the same, 
there will be a great grace in our life. There will be great gift. And even, he says, mysteriously, great glory. As we see in the life of Father Garnier, who now sits in heaven interceding for us in prayer. As the first reading suggests, the wisdom of God is the greatest gift we have. His living word and sacrament help our souls to open our minds to see the truth about life and what is really important. The life of Father Garnier is a living testimony to that witness, to that wisdom. On his body is written a truth that we have heard today, that to love and to give ourselves in love, to offer the seat to the one we love and put them before ourselves, it's one of the greatest things that we can do as human persons. And it is the source of our life. We know in the life of Christ, and we see in the way he offered his great seat to the world, that truth. So let us pray that we may have the grace. Let us ask Father Garnier to pray with us that we may come to know all the more that great wisdom that's shared with us in the living word today. That invitation to love and to offer who we are in service. To put others before ourselves, remembering that we do so like Christ and like his saints, and in doing so, we find true joy and honor. And so let us now stand and profess our faith in our loving God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having professed our faith, we now turn to the Lord with our most precious desires and hopes. Let us pray for the church around the world, that her leaders may grow in wisdom and that deeper sense of service to God's people. We pray to the Lord. 
Let us pray for all people who reign over us and serve us in government, that they too may grow in this sense of servanthood in their leadership, and all the more in their loving and offering of themselves for the mission that they've been given and entrusted. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for the poor, for the sick, for the lonely and the homeless, for those in our community here at Waypoint Catholic Mental Health Center, for the guest house shelter, and all those places filled with people suffering and lacking the justice in their lives that could bring them true peace and life. That God's healing hand may embrace them, we pray to the Lord. Let us pray for vocations, to priesthood, to religious life, and to the calling of sacred marriage, that many women and men may respond in love to God's call. We pray to the Lord. Let's pray for all pilgrims who come to this holy place, seeking peace and healing, that through the intercession of the holy martyrs, they may find true love and union in mind, body, and soul with Christ Jesus. We pray to the Lord. We take a moment in silence to offer our own prayers to God. For these intentions, we pray to the Lord. Counting always on our Blessed Mother who joins us as we turn to her Son, we say together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Jean de Brébeuf, Saint Isaac Jogues, Saint Gabriel Allemand, Saint Antoine Daniel, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Noël Chabanel, Saint René Goupy, Saint Jean de la Lande, Saint Joseph, patron of Canada, Holy Mary, Queen of Martyrs.
day, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty, and by partaking of the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and heart through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, 
the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who've fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who've died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, with our holy martyrs, and with all the saints who've pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
just one announcement. The Jesuit fathers have been informed that the fire suppression system in this beautiful church needs to be replaced this year. The total unexpected cost of the project is $275,000. We have therefore begun a Tooney drive this season to pay for the project. If every pilgrim and visitor who comes to the shrine, shrine each time gives an extra Tooney, $2, by God's grace, we would have the funds required. At the back of the church is a small plastic church where you may place your Tooney. Any support would be greatly appreciated as we care for this holy site. Thank you for your generosity. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, who you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. I wish to personally thank you again for your presence here. As director of Martyr Shrine, I've seen many things develop over the last couple of years, but we know that anything we do here depends on God's grace and your generosity. The work to be done in the fire suppression system is very important so that the church is secure in the coming season. All of the work will be done over the winter, and we hope for your support and care in this project. I also wish to thank again Father Chris for being here today, a dear friend. You may have noticed if you've come many times that we have seminarians with us over the course of the summer months that help us and serve here at the altar and do many important things. And Father Chris is the one who organizes that. So we're grateful to him for that and also for his work in promoting vocations, as we certainly need more priests and religious to serve you in the church. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go forth serving the Lord through your lives.